everyone and welcome to Teeth and Tales. I'm your host Dr. Shadi Manucheri and today's episode is on positive psychology with Dr. Bashar. I am so excited to bring you this episode because I think a lot of us are in need of some positivity and some hope for the future and this is such a wonderful episode. I just listened to it back and Dr. Bashar shares some wonderful tips on how to stay positive and how to deal with stressful situations like the current pandemic and all this negativity that we all seem to be surrounded by. I really hope you enjoy this episode and that you're able to draw some light, some hope and some positivity from it. So without further ado, let's get into the episode. Hi, Dr. Bashar. Thank you so much for joining me today. How are you? I'm great. Thank you very much, Dr. Shadi. Thank you for having me. My pleasure. Could you tell us a little bit about yourself, what you do and how you got here, please? Yes. Um, I'm originally from Iraq. I came to this country uh, at the age of nine. Obviously, I had uh, an awful challenge um, initially with language and everything, but by some miracle managed to get into dental school. Uh, guys hospital um, that was 35 years ago about 30 years ago and ever since then I've been a practicing dentist um, I did several was fortunate enough to do several postgraduate courses um, I did a master's in clinical hypnosis applied to dentistry I did lots of self-development I, I became very passionate about self-development um, after I qualified so I did uh, quite advanced self-development course called um, NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming. So it's one of the most advanced self-development courses. So I did practitioner, master practitioner, and coaching certification in that. And uh, I did diploma in conscious sedation as well. Uh, soon after I qualified, I found that I, and even during the dental course actually, I found that I had, a, a, I hated seeing patients in pain. I had a really severe aversion to seeing anybody, seeing dental patients in pain. And it got really to a point where after I qualified, I couldn't take it anymore. And I had, I remember having this conversation with myself uh, that went like, well, you know, what are you gonna do about it? You can't, we can't go on like this. You either give up dentistry or you find a way where patients don't feel any pain. So I wasn't about to give up five years of dentistry. So I started looking into ways and techniques of how I can make um, patients' treatment totally pain-free. Mm-hmm. It's around about that time that I got interested in self-development because I think that to have a positive psychology um, is really, really worthwhile. No matter how clinically competent you are, if you don't have a positive psychology and you don't enjoy life and you, mm-hmm. you don't passion about life then you know almost life is not worth living really so I thought you know you one has to get you know we have to get your psychology sorted out and I got interested in self-development and positive positive psychology mentioned before we started this podcast every you know it's been 35 years every day I go into practice uh, I'm excited 
uh, I feel very privileged, very honored, because every day um, in the practice, uh, you know, no exaggeration, we create miracles in that patients, phobics and anxious patients who come in, we're able to eliminate lifetime phobia in one visit, just through, just by proving to patients that they not only will not feel any pain, but, but they will actively enjoy their treatment. They will be in a blissful state. So uh, it's extremely satisfying to wake up in the morning and say, wow, okay, so what, you know, what amazing experience are patients gonna have today? Yeah, that's wonderful. We were speaking about this briefly before before we started recording the podcast. And um, you mentioned that you have developed these techniques over the years to personally sort of um, develop a positive mindset and positive psychology. And, you know, as we were saying, it's very, very difficult at the moment with everything going on with coronavirus and no sort of end in sight as such. It's very difficult for a lot of people to stay positive with all this sort of negativity going around. So what would be your advice and how do you personally deal with the negativity that's surrounding us at the moment? Well, I would say, uh, unfortunately, most of us have not been exposed to the latest knowledge in what a field called positive psychology, which is not to do with uh, you know, being negative or being mentally uh, uh, in a bad place and then having to improve. This positive psychology is about saying, okay, I'm okay, I'm not in a great place, but how do I excel? How do I flourish? How do I feel really good about myself and really good about what's going on, about my surroundings? So that's, that's the aim of positive psychology. And it's a whole system of knowledge, all empirically proven, scientifically backed ways and techniques that we human beings can use to no matter what to, to, to face any challenges, no matter how desperate they seem, and get ourselves to the highest pos possible state of, of positivity, feeling empowered, feeling motivated, feeling enthusiastic, feeling uh, in a state of contentment, in a peace, even joy and bliss and ecstasy, I am not sorry to say, but I am glad to say, all these states are possible for each and every human being, no matter what challenges they face in life. Mm -hmm. And it's a mindset, and it's something that you can learn as if you know the knowledge and you know the techniques. Mm -hmm. you, can, you can be in control of your emotional state. You do not have to be at the mercy of, outside forces or influences mm -hmm. and this and there are ways and methods and techniques that no matter what seemingly seems to be going wrong you can actually have the resilience within to withstand that and to use it to excel to a higher level of well-being and that of course will affect all the people around you mm -hmm. and yeah. everybody else to be in a really positive state so you not only affect yourself you affect all the people around you all the people you care about all the people you love and even random strangers that you come in contact with because they feel the energy they feel the positivity they feel the positive vibes they feel the passion they feel the, the positive emotion 
Yeah, that's very interesting because I'm very interested in this field of positive psychology. But as we were mentioning before, I haven't had that much exposure um, to it, certainly not in my dental training, which I think is very important to have that alongside the technical dental training, because a lot of us deal with stress and anxiety, especially being in a profession that's so stressful and demanding. And what I've been trying to understand lately and appreciate is that everything going on outside us we have no control over so therefore there's no there's no reason to become upset by it or get anxious about it all we can do is work on ourselves and how we respond to that situation and I believe that's the basis of cognitive behavioral therapy which we use for a lot of conditions and um, sometimes even dental anxiety so what are some of these techniques that you have found helpful for you or for others that you've suggested to in sort of dealing with negative thoughts, anxiety, stress? Thank you very much. Very beautiful question. I would say uh, these are pretty deep concepts, okay? Um, but there is scientific and empirical evidence that they work. Um, I've tried them. They've done wonders for me, and I've helped others to achieve really positive states, so I know they work. So the first and most important thing is, as you very um, clearly said, what happens on the outside, we can't control, okay? Um, so wouldn't it be absolutely reasonable and um, plausible to accept whatever's happening on the outside? So the first step is total acceptance, mm -hmm. surrender to what's happening in this moment, okay? That doesn't mean you're submissive. It doesn't mean you're beaten. It doesn't mean you've surrendered, like as in given up. No, no, you just accept the present moment as it is because you can do nothing about it, okay? The minute you accept it, you feel a sense of relief. Yeah, because you don't yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because you don't have to fight it, okay? You're not fighting against. Do you know how long this, this, very, this beautiful moment that's unfolding before me um, with, with, with a beautiful face that I have in front of me. Not the face, not my own face that I'm looking at. <laughs> That's you. So how long do you think it's taken for this very moment to unfold before us? Can you give me a guess? Has it been written forever or is it been destined? Ever since the Big Bang. Oh, 13.8 okay. billion years it's taken of evolution right and development backed by infinite intelligence because there is intelligence in the universe in the universe just look around you there wasn't any intelligence or rhyme or reason to anything everything would be chaotic so there's infinite intelligence and 13.8 billion years has gone into this moment unfolding before us what does that say about the present moment it's absolutely perfect the present moment that's unfolding before your very eyes is absolutely perfect because it's taken 13.8 billion years to come about backed by infinite intelligence okay so when something perfect unfolds before you what do you do you totally accept it you surrender to it you welcome it you get excited about it and you get happy about it and then you start to ask yourself that's amazing how is this meant to allow me to grow? So you start asking very powerful questions then. The minute you accept and you surrender and you come to terms with exactly what's happening, you start to ask yourself powerful questions, empowering questions like, how does this 
unfolding of events supposed to allow me to grow? How can I use this to grow? How can I make use of this to be better? How can I use this to allow others, to support others, to allow others to grow, okay? And even what's funny about this, what's humorous about this, because that lightens up the atmosphere as well. Mm -hmm. If with everything that unfolds before you, you totally accept, and then you ask these empowering questions, you just can't go wrong. Because the mind is a very powerful tool. Whatever you ask it, it will answer. Mm -hmm. So we say, how can I learn from this? How can I be better than this? How can be, how I be inspired by this? How can I go to another level using this? Your mind will come up with ingenious answers mm -hmm. that are all positive. Take the other way, the opposite way, which is you see what's unfolding before you and you totally reject it. No, I refuse this. I will not accept this. Okay, so you start complaining, you feel down, you beat yourself up, you think that everybody and the whole universe is against you. Okay, and then you say, Why is this happening? I don't want this to happen. Um, wh why is things always the bad, the worst things always happen to me? So you're asking another set of questions, but very mm. negative, and your mind will answer you and say, Because you've got bad luck, you're an idiot, you haven't <laughs> got a clue, you're a waste of time and space. And what does that do for you? Gets you on a spiral downwards, yeah. okay? We've got the choice. We've got the choice. We absolutely have the choice as to which approach we take. One will take us down into hell. The other will take us up into bliss. And it's our mm. choice. Yeah, that's very wonderfully put because I think I completely agree with you. I think the first step in anything is to accept the situation because where I personally find challenges is where I think I have to change the situation. I feel like this situation, it's my responsibility and it's it's a huge burden if you feel you have to do something, you have to react and it's down to you. Whereas if you believe that this is the situation and you just accept it, it's not within your control to change it. Obviously, certain things are within your control to change, but a lot of things aren't. A lot of things bigger than us, like the coronavirus, we have no control over. You can change, then you should change. Yeah. To the degree that you're able to, again, yeah. not kill yourself, because that's going to be counterproductive as well. See. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So the other thing, the other techniques that I have is mindfulness. Of course, mindfulness is a very, very deep topic, and and there's lots of methods and techniques. Uh, mindfulness is an extremely powerful technique. We don't yet know the depth of it or how exactly it works, mm -hmm. but it can take you from depression, and this has been proved scientifically, to being okay, and then from being okay to being positive and then from being positive into joy bliss and happiness and ecstasy it mm -hmm. practice you know uh, uh, consistently regularly and properly i so think that the most important thing is consistency because with mindfulness and meditation i personally tried these but i've never done them consistently and I think it's one of those things, if you do it once and you say, oh, doesn't work. But if you have to obviously stick at it, it takes time for it to work. Of course, it's an extremely challenging technique because uh, the mind is a crazy thing. It's the, the monkey mind. It jumps all <laughs> over the place. Okay. And we've had no training, hardly any training in, in mindfulness techniques, in, in watching, 
and watching our thoughts, watching our emotions. Um, we, we just haven't had any, any practice or experience in this. And so to actually get into mindfulness in an effective way, it's quite a challenge. But anything that's worthwhile in this field, it's going to take a little bit of patience and a little bit of hard work. Yeah. Because our whole life, we've been basically allowing our mind to run right, to do whatever it wants, and, and not watching it, not controlling it. And so it's, it's only to be expected that these techniques will take time um, for us to recognize it, to, to realize the difference. But, the, difference, mm-hmm. but the, the fruits of, you know, pursuing a path of self-development and positive psychology are tremendous. Uh, like, like everything that we've ever wanted, every human being that's ever wanted is to be happy and to be contented with it, you know? And there's a, uh, there was a massive uh, discussion between which comes first, success or happiness. Mm-hmm. Most of us have been told that you have to be successful. If you want to be happy, you have to be successful, you know, which means you have to get your degree, you have to get a certain wage, you have to get this car, you have to get this house, you have to get this relationship, then you can be happy. Mm-hmm. Positive psychology has realized that that is a total myth it's nonsense, it's rubbish, and it should be thrown out in the dustbin of history. We have to debunk the fact that you have to be successful to be happy. No, you start with being happy first. That's the essence. That's what we all want. That's what we all dream. Because we only pursue success in order to be happy. So why not pursue happiness directly? Yeah. The result of that, the fruits of that is that you will automatically be successful yeah. because all the results and all the evidence and all the scientific facts and, and all the research that's been done is the most successful people are those that are happy first and success comes along. Yeah. Or take the two together, but start with happiness. I am joyful in the pursuit of further aims and success. Yeah. It's, the, the, the usual, um, you know, thing about not achieving to be happy, but to happily achieve. So we have to get into the uh, into us the idea of putting happiness first, striving for happiness first here and now, not waiting for the future for a future happiness. It will never come yeah. if you're not able to achieve happiness here and now. It will never come in the future. It must never be conditional. I will only be happy if this or that or that happens. This is the other reason why we cause ourselves to be miserable, is that we put these ridiculous conditions for us to be happy. Mm -hmm. No, you have to find a way of being happy here and now. And don't worry about success. That will come. You're only doing success because you want to be happy, for goodness sake. Pursue happiness first. Success will come automatically. Even if it doesn't, who cares? You've got what you want, which is happiness. Do you see? And all of humanity has gone, has going about things in totally the wrong way. And what it's caused, it's caused us to to mess up this planet in in the aim of, more is better, mm-hmm. you know, 
Let's have the skyscrapers. Let's build the factories. Let's get the planes going. Let's do this. Why? Oh, in order to achieve this and this and that. Why? Oh, so we could be happy. But we destroyed the planet in the process as well. And ourselves. I 100% agree with you because I think if you set your goal on a specific outcome, on a specific condition, that will never come because success is very subjective. You know, your definition of success will inevitably change. When I was at university, it was always about getting through university and getting my exams done and doing well in my exams. And then after that, it was getting the right job and getting the right job after that and doing well in interviews because, you know, recruitment processes were national and they were like exams almost. So every time I would say, okay, I will be happy when I get this job, when I get this qualification. And that will never end because the more you achieve, the more you want to achieve. So be happy with what you have. Know that you have further goals, but that's what keeps us going, having hope, having ambitions and a purpose. I think. There was a t- I was listening to a TED talk about what we need to be happy. And the most important thing was purpose, having a purpose about what you want to do, what you want to achieve, um, rather than, you know, something that's materialistic or whether it's money or success in whichever way you want to define it. So I think having purpose is very important and you need to enjoy the process. Be happy with what you have, exactly as you said, whilst working for something else that you might be aiming for. All right, all right. So obviously gratefulness is something that is an amazing technique as well. And again, if it's done properly, it will allow you to feel greater levels of, of contentment and, and joy and bliss. Um, in addition to that, uh, you know, we should all know that within us, we have all the resources and emotions we need to be fully fulfilled here and now and forevermore. We have a chemical factory within us that is able to produce any emotion we desire here and now, totally irrespective of what's going on on the outside. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Once we master that, once we master that chemical factory that's able to produce any emotion we want on command, then we are in a state where we are contented and blissful within and all that's left is to do the right thing on the outside Mm -hmm. you see so that's where positive psychology comes from it Mm -hmm. comes from the place that you have i have all you need is within you right now and you need nothing else from the outside you achieve that and whatever happens on the outside is an extra bonus and an extra blessing and an extra it's, it's all extra you don't actually need it you just need to be contented with it and there are ways and techniques and methods of really reaching that place and, and it's not airy fairy it's not wishful thinking it's not pretending it's a genuine state of inner contentment and peace and happiness and then once you're there you think oh well i'm there what do i do now <laughs> I just do what's right. Why? Because I need to, to be happy. No, I'm already there. Thank you very much. I'll just do whatever is the right thing to do. You see, you see how beautiful life becomes?
I think the consistency and the perseverance that it takes is what throws a lot of people, including myself off, because sometimes I'll be very good and I'll meditate every morning and I'll do yoga every morning. And I'll have this, as you call it, blissful being of, you know, everything is wonderful. Everything is great. Not to say there bad things don't happen, but when bad things happen, you're in a calmer state and you're in a better position to deal with them because, you know, it's inevitable that bad things are going to happen. It's unrealistic to go through life thinking only good things will happen or see everything as being good. I think I was listening to, I'm not sure who it was, but they were saying, if we were happy all the time, we would be maniacs because, you know, there's all these emotions that we feel. There's happiness, there's sadness, there's anxiety. They're all emotions. It's not to say one is negative and one is positive. It's just that over time, we've attached these negative or positive connotations to them. So if you feel anxiety, if you feel sadness, feel that, but know that it will go away and happiness will come. But it, it's all, you know, it's a mixed bag of sweets. I, I really like Haribo's and I really like sweets. So that's the best way I can put it. It's a mixed bag of sweets and there's good things and there's bad things in there. But as long as you know how to deal with things, if they don't go your way, if bad things happen, like the coronavirus situation, I think we can sort of focus on the positive things like with the whole situation that's been going on I think a lot of us have realized what's really important in life and what we need to stay happy health is one of the most important things doesn't matter how much money you have or how much success you have if you don't have your health you can't enjoy any of those so that is the single most important thing so we can draw positives out of a negative situation about realizing what really is important in life 100 percent, and I would um, go a little bit further and say this thing about good or bad you mentioned that we are the ones that label them okay and just because society labels something as bad or good it doesn't mean that it inherently is good or bad it's just something that happens mm. I say if the universe has manifested it then there must be a purpose behind it and one of the most powerful things human beings can do is to find meaning and purpose behind everything that happens. And there's so many empirical studies and so many scientific studies to say that human beings who find meaning in everything that happens are the ones that excel. And those that do not find meaning in anything are the ones that unfortunately suffer. Okay. So if we can. Um, be careful not to label something as good or bad but when we see it we accept it as it is as we said and then ask what is the useful thing that we can learn from this how can we grow from this how can we improve from it then nothing becomes good or bad it just is as it is and it's here for our benefit and for our growth you see yeah. Yeah, I agree with you. Therefore, you can maintain at least a state of inner contentment. Yes, there will be different emotions coming up, and they won't all be happy emotions. But as you very rightly said, you can watch them, observe them, accept them, allow them to come through you and teach you, and then you will be wiser for it. And you can still maintain that level of inner contentment and inner peace that will fluctuate, that that's constant, but there will be times of happiness, times of sadness, times of and different emotions. But deep within, there's always that constant state of contentment mm -hmm. and inner peace, mm -hmm. which is 
more, far more descriptive of the way that we really want to be than just happiness. Mm-hmm. You see? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And I agree with you about every experience you go through is there for a reason. There is a purpose to it. So even though it might not be the best experience, the most enjoyable experience, it is there for a purpose. I personally learned this uh, firsthand. I had a very, very bad experience with a certain job uh, where I was working six days a week, 12 hours a day in a very negative, toxic atmosphere. And it was possibly the worst three months of my life that I worked there. And although it was very difficult to go through at the time and I was very stressed and anxious, once I came out of that situation, And I sort of looked back on it and had this outside perspective on it. I learned so many things from it that are now ingrained in my mind. So if that similar situation comes up again, I know exactly what to look out for. I know exactly how to deal with it. And I'm, I'm a much better person because of it. So although it was possibly the worst experience of my life, I learned so many things that now help me so much throughout every experience that I go through. They're kind of there in my brain solid and I use it now and if I hadn't gone through that experience I probably would have made that mistake of doing a similar thing at some point in my life because I didn't know any better whereas now because of that experience I'm much wiser I know more things and that's with every experience that you go through whether that's positive or negative and that's something that I've learned firsthand so now whatever happens I try and see the lesson in it if it's a negative experience if I'm not particularly enjoying it I'll say okay what has this experience taught me and what can I take away from it beautiful yeah no, I think that's why that's why events unfold in, in in life really it is with that sole purpose of of us growing and you know we human beings we have you know you say I always ask uh, uh, people you know if you had a, a, a genie and a magic lamp what are your wishes? What, what are your ultimate wishes? And whatever our ultimate wishes are, believe me, through the psychology, the, 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 the gift of this incredible mind that we have and the emotions, we are able to experience whatever wish list we have. Mm-hmm. Nothing is impossible and everything is possible in the way that we want to feel and the things that we wish to feel or to have. Thank you so much, Dr. Bashar, for joining me today. It's been such a wonderful and insightful chat. And thank you for sharing your wisdom. I know it's taken you a very long time to get to where you are with the years of research. So thank you so much for sharing it with us and joining me today. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. I really hope you enjoyed this episode and hopefully picked up a few points. I really felt calm and zen and... I felt I had perspective after this episode and I think from time to time we all need to remind ourselves of what really is important and we need to understand that success and happiness, they're all relative things and our definitions can change Um, and especially with everything going on, just remember that the most important thing is health, other materialistic things will come and go and just be happy with what you have whilst working for the things that you want purpose is important hope is important but at the same time be content with what you have because you will end up having more and just enjoy the journey and this is I know it's easier said than done and I definitely struggle with it but just remember to come back to this episode and remind yourself whenever you're having doubts and I wish you the best I wish you love and light and 
this has turned out to be a very different episode, but I think it is one of the most important episodes that we've put out there because we need to remember to stay positive, especially at times like this where everything around us seems to be negative and doom and gloom. There is hope at the end of it and there is light at the end of the tunnel. As always, I would love to know what you thought of this episode, so please feel free to reach out to me on Instagram at Dr. Shadi Manucheri. There will be a new episode every week, so please don't forget to subscribe to the podcast to never miss an episode, and I can't wait to speak to you soon. Bye.